Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 283. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yep, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our entertainment podcast right after this. Uh, and it's uh, a lull of the uh, time of year, you know, it's August, it's just hot, that's that's all it is, so not a lot of sports these days. Uh, we'll kick it off with uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, the big story this uh, this week is a, a sad story, but also, uh, you know, a, a nice one to uh, remember uh, an incredible life, but uh, Vin Scully, the Dodgers play-by-play guy for 50 plus years. Uh, he passed. I think he it was, was there. Chick Hearn, uh, 94 or something at, at the end. Uh, let me see. Um, I don't know. I can't do the math. 90. Yeah. 94. It looks like, um, he retired. I want to say like five years ago. So he was doing it pretty late. Um, so this is a guy who's been working for the Dodgers. He had been working for the Dodgers, uh, when they were still in Brooklyn, um, and came over, when they moved to LA and just has been an icon. I mean, my entire life, he, he, he did the game. So, um, and just kind of like the voice of baseball, everyone, everyone knows his voice. Uh, he did a lot of world series, but he was in, he was in old video games. I remember it was just like, he's just, uh, he was great. And he was, um, he did it by himself, which was so unique by the time he was retired. Uh, no one did that anymore there's always you have the play-by-play guy and then you have the color analyst usually a former player who uh, gives some analysis of something but i know he just he just did the games by himself and it was just a a great great broadcast and um yeah he was still doing it when he was well into his 80s almost his 90s and um yeah it was a sad day when he retired but we all knew it was coming he was he was old and he deserved his um retirement and you know, now he's gone. But like I said, it's sad, but it's also like we could celebrate uh, a great part of baseball. I saw a stat that he uh, was estimated to have called 4% of every game that's ever existed. Whoa. Which seems like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. But they did the math that um, when he first started, there were a lot less baseball teams. So, um he was doing 25% of all the games of, you know, 1952 or something. Um, but yeah, 4% of every game that ex- existed when, you know, baseball was around like 1890 or something. So, um, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So you can say he will be missed, but he, he already had been is, is reality. I mean, we never forgot him and we will never forget him now. And he, all those moments will always exist. Um, he, so much of his life was recorded. It'll be there forever. So I don't know if that's a good thing or kind of creepy, but that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, we're uh, 4% of all the podcasts in the world. I mean, when you boil it down, we're episode 283, <laughs> yeah. Andy. Pretty good. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if anyone has those stats. I don't know how you could. Well, yeah, I mean, full life. Uh, any more baseball or moving to NFL? Uh, yeah, I got a little some more updates here. So last week we had the, the trade deadline. Uh, the Padres made some some big moves, 
and uh, they were trying to like maybe they could make a run and maybe even catch up to the Dodgers if that's possible, but definitely uh, try to get one of those wild card spots. Well, um, they've lost five in a row, and the Dodgers have now won eight in a row. So the Padres find themselves 16 games behind the Dodgers for uh, the National League West division, which is just like incredible that the Dodgers could be clinched um, in like a couple weeks almost. It seems that seems unlikely, but um, here we are. That it's just 16 games. So it's like the Padres are are falling apart. They're still 58 and 46, still in uh, one of those wild card spots, but. Yeah, you got to think the division is over now. So, um, yeah, but they changed up the uh, they changed the playoff format again. So, the wild card is not a one game thing anymore. So, uh, there's a little more value just getting in one of those spots. So, um, you know, not a total waste to make all those deals. But yeah, it's just funny that here we are a week later, and so yeah, I think the division's over. So. Yeah, and the Dodgers are kind of running away with it. They're five games up over any other team. Uh, the Mets and the Yankees are actually both tied for the second best record. So uh, that's cool or not? I don't know that the the three best records are are for from LA or New York. I don't know if that's a great thing, but there's technically one other LA team and they suck. So whoa, Andy, shots yeah. fired. Yeah. All right, uh, now is the time to talk NFL. Yes, so uh, training camp is going on, um, and I went to a training camp. Oh, you're so, joining a team? No, I'm sorry, I'm not. Although I don't think I'd want to be practicing against those those guys. Uh, the The Chargers, the, the Los Angeles Chargers, they have their um, facilities in Costa Mesa, and they do their training camp at uh, OCC, the uh, the college, Orange Coast College in Costa Mesa there. Uh, and they held uh, public practices. So you can go and you get tickets or free tickets, but you got you get tickets and you can go down to Did you wear a cape? area. Uh, did I wear a cape? Yeah. Like your Vince Papali. No capes. Um, I, I did have a shirt on. Well, that's um, good. Yeah. That's, yeah, I don't know. It's not a cape though. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun. This, this Sunday night, just, you go down there, they, you watch them do a little uh, some some drills, and then they uh, basically run scrimmages, and you get to see like uh, you know you get to see the Chargers' offense play the Chargers' defense, which won't happen this year uh, in a real game because that's how sports work. Um, so if you ever wanted to see Khalil Mack, their their new star defensive player, um, try to get to Justin Herbert, here's the time to do it. But um, yeah, it's very interesting to watch how they do all that stuff and how they. They make fake scenarios, and uh, they're very diff. They they want to kick every time. They want to try for the field goal every time because they want the field goal practice. I think it's like a pressure situation there, where it's like, oh, all right, well, it's fourth and one, but why would we go for it? This is not real. We'll just take this uh, field goal try here. So, um, but yeah, that was it was nice to see. Um, it's not like it's full intensity, you know. They're not. It it was still. Probably 80 degrees at that point. It was um, like 5 o'clock at night is when they actually started. But still, that doesn't mean anything anymore. 5 o'clock at night is the day. Yeah, that could be the hottest point in the day. Yeah, it's like midday basically at this point. Um, Yeah, I haven't seen – I haven't been to an NFL game in years at this point. So that's the closest thing I've seen to it. So Uh, nice nice to see. You see how big some of these players really are. Um, Yeah, and it's closer than – 
you'll ever really get. You know, just one little set of bleachers, really. You have to reach out and touch them. I didn't, but I think you, I think there's some people now like, oh, I can go where the bus is and like put my hand out. Maybe someone will sign something. I don't know how that works. I don't care about that. Yeah. Why? What is the, you know, significance in getting a signature from someone? I you think know? it like makes it seem legitimate and you're like, this could be worth something to me someday and like makes you feel better in the moment. Although it'll basically mean nothing, but it's like the future might mean something makes you feel better in the present. I remember I was probably, you know, 10 years old or something and it was like a friend's birthday and we all went to an angel game and I had this really cool visor from the gap. I think it was or old Navy or something. It was tan, but it was a flex fit. So it was cool. I was wearing it and we were down there in the pit and it was like the team manager or something for not, I, maybe it was the angels, but I think it was the visitors team uh, side. We were on pretty sure. Uh, and he signed all of our shit. And my buddy's like, here, he'll sign your hat. It's like, Oh, cool. And we go back and everyone's like, Oh yeah, we have all this cool stuff signed. And my buddy like highlighted in marker or pen around the signature to make it more like, look at this. I was like, what? Uh, Like, ruin the hat. Like, why did I have him sign my hat in the first place? (laughs) On the top of the brim. Yeah. Stupid. I never understand that. It's like, when I was a little kid, I had, there was a a time, like, in elementary school, some, I think it was Janet Evans, she was an Olympic swimmer, came uh, to the school or something, someone knew her, and she signed a bunch of papers for everyone. I kept that for, like, I don't know, until we moved or something. I was like, what? Am I going to go pawn this? I got a signignature. Yeah. <laughs> What's it worth? <laughs> you can sell it to a scammer or something, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, I know Um, when we had the Clippers season tickets, they had like events like that where it's like, hey, this is a autograph day or something. And they'd put some players out there and to sign stuff. But it's not like they're putting – Chris Paul wasn't there, you know? <laughs> He's got shit yeah. to do. So, like, we have, like, I don't know, a signed hat from Brian Cook. It's like, oh, great. A guy who played one year for the Clippers. Yeah, I think I got an AC Green something or other. No, signed. that's worth money. That's that's something, you know. Yeah. And, yeah, it was Janet Evans. Yeah, okay. World champion, world record holder, and won a total of four gold medals at 88 and 92 Olympics. Yeah. She's from Fullerton. Okay. I'm trying to remember if I got, I remember one time when I was a kid, I went to a summer league game and uh, I was very young. This was, it was in Long Beach. So when they had the Long Beach summer league, um, it was probably like under 10 or something. And Rick Pitino, the uh, former head coach of Kentucky and the Boston Celtics and Louisville, um, a lot of places. Uh, he was there, I guess, just watching some old players or something. And I can't remember if we got like a signature on like the program or something like that, or just, said hi or something like that. But I mean, he is like now disgraced. He uh, like had an affair with the waitress and then like paid for her abortion and got fired from Louisville and all that stuff. So um, that's the thing you get a you get an autograph. You never know who's who it's going to be. Yeah. You had to burn that signature. Yeah. Yeah. I could be in trouble right You're now. You're guilty if I by association, Andy. Yeah. They're coming after you now. Yeah. You should have known. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. Like, I guess if you have like, you know, a, a Kobe or, you know, Paul Pierce signed something or other. Paul Pierce, big time. But 
I don't know. Isn't the end game just having either you have like a huge house with a big old pool table room and you have it hung yeah. up on a nice frame or you're going to you know pawn it for 350 bucks. There's no in between, right? Like it's going to sit in a drawer and you forget about it. And you're like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have put my beer on there. Now there's a big ring around it. Yeah, I don't know what the worth of any of that stuff ever could be, even if, even if it is someone. I mean, Kobe is a, is different because, like, um, hate to tell you guys, but there will be no more autographed things from Kobe Bryant. If I only had him sign my Kobe twos, yeah, I don't even know what happened to those. I've told the story of that, right? No. Do you remember that when I had my Kobe twos? I don't remember. I the probably at some point you were like a shoe. Yeah, I'm probably super excited. Yeah, so I had my yeah, sister drive me to the Foot Locker. I, I had to go to the B of A first, take some cash out, because I think those are like 130, 150 bucks, which is all the money in the world when you're 11. And uh, went over. It was towards the, I don't know, May, June time of frame of year. So think about basketball season also, maybe even earlier. Had to have been earlier. And uh, pick them up. Put them in my box. I have a nice, you know, sports bag. Wear them to my, uh, I don't know if it was all net or all stars or whatever it was. And uh, go to the gym, trot along in, uh, you know, standing 10 feet tall. Look at my shoes, guys. Everyone's like, whoa, you got them. No way. That's so cool. And uh, it was tournament play, Andy. And uh, if you're familiar with tournament play, you you're, you lose and you're out. And uh, we lost. Shoes goes back in the box. <laughs> They're not to be worn outside, of course. And, you know, playing basketball in a gym inside is pff, that's rare right there. So uh, I was a kid and kids grow and uh, never warm again. Yeah. Horrible. Grew out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terrible. So you were, you were not you were not like 16 and you could wear them forever. No. Or... And uh, they were very heavy. I remember. And kind of flat footed. They just looked ridiculous. Like if you pull up a photo of them now, it's one of those things where like when a new car comes out, you're like, ooh, that's edgy. That looks cool. And then six years go by, like, what the hell is that piece of shit? Uh that's that's what the shoe looks like. Uh so yeah. Fun story for you there. Oh man, that looks like the Elon Musk's truck or whatever. <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember those was- at all. Yeah, uh, I think the third one kind of got their bearings uh, and looked a little bit better, if if I remember correctly. But yeah, it was one of those things uh, I had to have them to be the cool kid. And this cool kid got to wear them for, I don't know, 21 minutes, <laughs> however long I played in the game. These uh, Kobe's third shoe looks like a net. A net? I got to look these yeah. up. Cause, and they got uh, some purple and gold there. Kobe three. Shoe. Eh, no, not what I was thinking of. Was it how many Kobe's did they wow, make? The, I see a Kobe five. Oh, uh, Kobe four, I think, is where it started to look a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, more like real shoes, not some project. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, those Kobe twos. I had them in that gray. No one wants to bring them back. Like I don't know if you could find them in honor of all Kobe. In a, a landfill like Jason Tatum. You know, later in life, I did have an Adidas shoe that was very similar to this that I liked a lot too. They're gray, but they had the Adidas logo up top. They didn't look like a moon shoe. 
Oh, man. Here's an interesting picture of Kobe actually wearing them at a game. The black ones? But they are, they're white with like a gold uh, bottom. Hey, Lakers colors. Yeah. And he's sitting next to Shaq and Ty Lue was playing for the Wizards and inbounding oh. the ball. Something. Andy. Pretty good shit. eBay, 11 and a half, selling for two grand. Oh my my exact ones. And they're used. Yeah. See, that's oh, why. I, blew it. I don't know what happened to those. Like, these must have been sold at a garage sale or something. Against yeah. my will, probably. Oh, they just got sent to like a, a movie uh, production company because they just like yeah future things. Like, oh, we're making they, a bad sci-fi movie for... The white ones are Stormtrooper <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Wow. So weird. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, these are... Holy shit. They're all 700 bucks for them in white. But my size is probably like a seven or something. Like it was a little kid shoe back then, you know. Probably could be worth even more. Yeah, like an Asian guy. Like, oh, I couldn't find these anywhere. <laughs> it's not what I meant, but oh, just that they're probably less of those made, you know. Yeah. Oh, Makoba twos, good times. Uh, any? What were we still talking NFL? What were we talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I went to the, the Chargers <laughs> camp, and it was it was cool. But uh, more stuff going on in the NFL. So. Uh, last week, we talked about the Deshaun Watson suspension and how uh, the NFL might, uh, they still had the ability to appeal the six-game suspension that was given, and uh, they decided to do that. So uh, not a big surprise that they weren't happy with that six-game ruling that the, the former judge is like, well, my hands are tied. This is what the, the book says. And we're like, well, actually, the book says we can do what we want. So, um, yeah, the NFL decided we're going to do what we want. And Roger Goodell even said... I'm taking it out of my hands. The NFL is still going to make the decision, but he's uh, he, he's appointing like a group to actually come up with the suspension. Uh, but there are reports that uh, he wants at least a year, maybe longer, um, an indefinite suspension. So just saying, like, hey, you're gonna, we're not even going to tell you how long it's going to be. You're just going to be out until we make a better judgment. That might happen as well. Uh, they also want to levy a huge fine on him because. Um, even if he's suspended without pay, he structured his new contract to basically pay him like a dollar this year and then all the money the next years, knowing that there was a good chance he was going to get suspended. So the NFL is like, well, you're going to try to fucking scam us. We'll get you. So uh, they have ultimate power. They can do what they want. And Deshaun Watson just kind of screwed. He can't, he can't uh, come back and be like, it's not fair because it's like, no, the NFL is pretty clear and like, we can do what we want. So. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty dramatic. Uh, but it seems like it's going to be at least a year. So don't expect to see him play at all this season. So Cleveland will be, uh, stuck with a, a backup. I believe he's a Jacoby Brissett right now. So, um, and I say this, this is probably a good positive story for the NFL. Usually bad things are always happening, but that they're coming in here and like actually going to. Um, I guess you're not throwing the book at them because they're just saying, actually, the book doesn't matter. Um, we are our own book. So it's probably not the right expression to use, but they are they are cracking down hard. That's a better one, right? I don't know. Yeah, I suppose. Got to uh, get them. Yeah, pretty pretty severe punishment uh, is likely, we'll say. Still nothing yet. So we'll, we'll, we'll update, update you when there is. Uh, and then, yeah, the last NFL story I have here uh, – the Bears uh, young linebacker Roquan Smith has demanded a trade 
he was seeking an extension. Um, and it's similar to in, in basketball when one player gets signed, uh, the next player wants to make more than them because it's like, well, am I better than that person? Even when they're not. But it's so in, in the NFL, everything's ba- position based. So uh, a linebacker with the Colts, uh, Darius Leonard, signed a big deal earlier at some point. Um, so Roquan Smith is like, well, I want I want that deal, but also a little bit better because I want to be the big man, you know. And I think the Bears said no. Like the Bears are are probably going to be bad, and it's probably not in their best interest to give a lot of money uh, away to a linebacker who, while good, is not going to make a difference in their team. Um, so he's demanded a trade, and I think the Bears would be smart to trade him. They might might have been smart to trade him, uh, even if he didn't demand a trade, because like I said, the Bears aren't going to be very good. Not not a whole lot of talent across the board on the team. Definite issues with skill position. They have no idea if their quarterback is any good. So, uh, Bear should should get rid of this guy if he's going to be a problem. Uh, they don't. They shouldn't pay him all this money, and um, they shouldn't expect him to be a big part of the team the next time it's any good. So he's shutting it down. Yeah. So we'll see where that goes. That's a nice. A nice player to, to acquire if you're a good team looking to get a little bit better. Um, for example, like the team I just saw this weekend, the Chargers, they could definitely use another linebacker. They're, that's probably the weakest spot of their entire roster, but I think that's almost intentional and in that linebackers are probably the least important uh, part of the team right now. That Everything's based on D-line and edge rushers and cornerbacks. So uh, not a whole lot of star linebackers, but he's he's – Roquan Smith's up there, but uh, he can help a team. But we'll see. Can the Bears get like a first round pick? I believe Roquan Smith was the ninth pick in the draft. Uh, so he's picked pretty high. So I think the Bears aren't going to want to give him up for uh, something too low. Um, let's see. Eighth overall pick in 2018. So that's really high. So, the, yeah, the Bears aren't going to be like, oh, we'll take uh, one third-round pick and, and let it be. But Yeah, leave it there. Yeah. All right, well, that's what I got. All righty. Well, short and sweet. Yeah. But, uh, you've been listening to episode 283 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off Road Andy. Yes. We'll see you later.